0: Welcome in to the DFFL Podcast, your one stop shop for all the happenings in the DFFL. Now, here's your hosts, James Wiley and Aaron Kelly. Welcome in to the DFFL Podcast. I'm your host, James Wiley, and this is our co host, Aaron Kelly. If you could see his hair right now, you would be very scared. Aaron, how's it going? (laughs) yo it's good
1: draft is done baby draft
0: is in the books
1: and we are gonna talk about the draft picks that occurred when they occurred how it occurred what we liked what we didn't like i'm super stoked wow i'm so excited about this i said stoked you heard (laughs) when's the last time you heard that anyway i'm really excited about this um We'll review some of the teams and whatnot. It'll be great.
0: Uh, yeah, it makes sense that you're as excited as you are. You had a very solid draft. Everything everything went well for you, fell to good spots for you. Should be very proud of your draft. Woo-hoo! As I am proud of your draft for you.
1: Until that first week of injuries comes in.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. It might happen. I will say
1: this. If you draft well and your team gets injuries... It's not your fault. If you drafted well, you drafted well. What more can you do? You can only put them in. That's it. That's all you got.
0: And uh, I think you had a a very good draft, but there are some very surprising ones, I think, that we'll talk about. And not where they went or anything like that, just kind of players I'm surprised that you took, and and we'll get there. So how should we do this? Do you want to like break down each round? Yeah, let's go
1: each round. You know, just go round by round, and anything that stands out. Stands out. I'm I'm cool with doing that if you want to go that way.
0: All right. So round one. You guys saw the duck race. If you didn't, it was on Instagram. You missed out. It was a great time. Wes's duck finished in first. So for the first time ever, West finished in first at something. <laughs> um, other than being the tallest in the league. And he was followed up by myself, then Kyle, then Kalo, then Rob. And then the back half of the draft was Eric, Aaron, Cranman, Didler, and Joey Mack. So the first round went down, as you'd probably expect. It went Saquon, then Alvin Kamara, then Christian McCaffrey, then Ezekiel Elliott, which was maybe a little bit of a surprise, but people are very confident he'll be back. Then Le'Veon Bell, then DeAndre Hopkins, David Johnson... Michael Thomas, Joe Mixon, and Devontae Adams. Aaron, what surprised you the most there? So
1: no surprises with the first three picks. I'm I'm fine with those. Zeke going forth, I'm perfectly fine with. If I was in the top four and Zeke was there, I would have taken him too. I think most people are pretty confident they're going to get a deal done. Him and Jerry Jones... Him and Jerry Jones have been going back and forth, and I'm sure they'll be able to fix whatever they need to do before week one.
0: Did you happen to see the latest on that situation?
1: Yeah, it's kind of stalled out a bit, but...
0: Well, uh, uh, yeah, but Jerry today, you know, said, Yeah, I'm not too concerned with getting a deal done for the beginning of the season for Zeke, because this is a marathon, not a sprint, and we need him when we get to the playoffs, so... You know, if he misses the first few games and then he's a little bit more fresh for the playoffs, then so be it.
1: Yeah, and it's a a little bit alarming, but I think once Zeke gets his contract done, he's a player. He wants to play. He wants to be out there. He's going to want to get on the field, so I, I don't think it'll be too
0: crazy. Yeah, I see that more as, like, you know, using the media between them to to go back and forth than anything else.
1: Absolutely. Rob took on Bell fifth. I don't mind it because it never would have got back to him if that's really who he wants. There's obviously players who I would pick before that, but if you're going running back first, eh, whatever. He he was never going to get back to him in round two, so I'm fine with that. Hawkins 6 i I'm cool with. Um, the only thing that kind of threw me off was... I guess it's preference. Michael Thomas going eight. I just would prefer Julio or Devontae Adams over Michael Thomas if I'm going wide receiver first. And then Diddy with the Joe Mixon pick. I mean, I know he's close to the turn, so it wouldn't matter because he'd probably scoop him up the second time. But or in the second round. But I just a little early for me.
0: OK, I mean, Gordon and Gurley having their own issues got them knocked out of the first round, so running backs kind of bumped up a little bit, and I think Joe Mixon was on that turn of the second and first round. You know, if I was at the turn, I probably would have ended up going Mixon around that area. Looking at the draft, I think Cook and Mixon are, are kind of those two guys that are in the same neighborhood, so those two should be considered together. And I would have went Mixon over Cook for talent reasons. And there is that is to say the I mean, Cook has talent, but and he is in a better situation, but I think Joe Mixon is the superior talent, but he's just not in a great situation. I don't hate it. I'd, I'd rather Joe. I like Joe Mixon at nine better than Le'Veon Bell at five.
1: It's it's not a bad pick. I just didn't expect Joe Mixon to go in the first round. I guess is what it is. But when you're that close to the turn, it doesn't it doesn't really make a difference. I mean, he's picking nine, so nine and then twelve. So yeah. what's what's the difference anyway? Right. If you if you're that confident in a player at nine, you might as well take him and then go with your second pick at, you know whoever that is on the turn because um, secure the one you want.
0: Right. All right. Um, and then Devontae finished it out. Anything, anything else about the first round, really? I mean, first round's pretty standard.
1: Yeah, pretty straightforward. It'll just be, you know, the X amount of players in the first round get injured. So hopefully, hopefully for everyone's sake, that doesn't happen. I'd rather see healthy teams all year to see who really is the best, but you can't predict that.
0: All right, moving on to the second round. In the second round, we started it off with Julio, James Conner, Odell Beckham, Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb, and then the back half was Tyreek Hill, Dalvin Cook, Juju Smith-Schuster, Melvin Gordon, and Julian Edelman.
1: Yeah, so Joe Mack with the Adams and Julio Jones hookup, obviously prioritizing wide receivers. That can get you in a little bit of trouble, but... You know that it's two great players; it, it they are hard to pass up.
0: I feel like it's something that he does pretty regularly. He did the same thing last year, and we'll get to who he ended up with at running back. But last year he had a what I believe was a much safer running back than you know he ended up with this year. I mean he had McCaffrey in the third last year, so that kind of saved the fact that he went double wide receiver. And we'll mm-hmm. get to where he is running back wise after this
1: yep and uh connor beckham gurley that's fine exactly where they should be in the second round uh nick chubb it is actually for eric based on where he was going it's not a bad value for the pick he had the problem is like we discussed in previous ones you don't know what you're getting after week 10 so if nick chubb remains the starter and cream hunt's not a big deal then it's perfectly fine it's a great pick it's a, it's a basically a standard pick but if that becomes an issue then you know it's your second pick and and it becomes a problem for the rest of the season especially going into the playoffs right and w- I'm not going to go too deep into that because we already talked about that in the last episode but I had Nick Chubb I probably in my rankings maybe fourth or fifth round because I'm I just had no interest in dealing with that headache
0: yeah, it means you were never going to get him because, I mean, a lot of drafts lately actually have him going in the first. So,
1: And actually, I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Dalvin Cook, Juju Smith-Schuster, all picks where they should be, second rounders. And Melvin Gordon, not trying to step on any toes here. I think you could have waited. But um, if he gets his contract signed before it starts... Or even two weeks into the season, then it's exactly where he should have gone. If he doesn't, if this is a Le'Veon Bell situation, then it becomes an issue. So the value as of right now, I think you could have got him in the fourth. I think he would have lasted till then. People people seemed pretty nervous about him, but hey, you get, it's fantastic. You got to take risks. You got to risk it. You got to risk it to win it.
0: Yeah, you're saying that's exactly where he should have went. If I mean, he was signed. He probably should have gone fifth overall. Yeah, he
1: would have went first round.
0: He is a first-round talent. If and when, I believe he will sign. And it may be a couple weeks into the season. But if he does sign, I mean, I've got Alvin Kamara and Melvin Gordon. I've got two top running backs. And the reason I actually don't believe... That The reason I'd win with him second round is because there's a wild card on the turn there, and there's two picks for me that I have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, it could be anywhere from Melvin Gordon to a kicker in rounds two and three because Wes is picking at the turn right there. So Wes is two picks. As you can see, and as we mentioned, Julian Edelman went in the second round because, and I quote Wes, oh shit, everybody's gone. I don't know who to take. (laughs) So Melvin Gordon, I think is enough of a name for him to have taken him there since everyone was gone, apparently, 19 picks into our 15 round draft.
1: Yeah, I, I won't deny that. You never know what Wes will do, which makes it fun. I just think, you know, Melvin Gordon... Is going in the fourth round uh, maybe he wouldn't have made it back to you in the fourth round i think he probably would have but even still you're at the you're close to the turn so what's the difference between you know round two ninth pick or round three second pick there's there's really
0: no difference right i'll tell you what like i've never really drafted this early in our league and our league does have wild card like Wes and to date Eric. I mean he Eric did well this year, but you know, he's a somewhat of a wild card. Not as bad as Wes, but it was different and kind of difficult drafting that early in this league, I found. My draft shows that I'm not very pleased with mine, but it, it was different.
1: Yeah, I think this draft was much more stable throughout, in a sense
0: that Everybody was stable. Yeah, I think the teams kind of range from slightly below average to slightly above average. I don't think there's any teams that stand out. I think that, you know, this is probably most even start to things we've had for a while.
1: Yeah. And just to, to touch on Julian Edelman before we move to the third round, he, Wes, probably could have gotten him or definitely could have gotten him in the fourth. I'm sure of it. A little early for me. Uh, but what are you going to do? I think he would have been better off taking, I mean, maybe like, uh, Mike Evans and then get carry on in the next and then take Edelman in the fourth. But you know, those, that's a name again, he's kind of a type of a wild card, which makes it interesting for everybody. And I like it. So you never know really what's going to be
0: available coming up. Edelman or Evans. Oh, I'm taking Evans. Edelman or Brown.
1: I would take I guess Brown
0: Edelman or Allen.
1: I'm probably taking Keenan
0: Allen. Edelman or Thielen. I'm taking Thielen. Edelman or Cooper.
1: I'm not huge on Amari Cooper. I would I think I'd take Neither I'd might. take Edelman.
0: Okay. I would take I would take
1: Edelman right behind Diggs and Woods and Cooks, I think. The, then there's yes. then there's kind of a drop off and then Edelman should go and then there's another drop off which is like Lockett, um Cooper, Robinson, Godwin, whatever the hell else you want to put it.
0: All right, third round, Wes was the first pick with on Johnson, which I was extremely disappointed in. That's who my pick was in the third round. I didn't expect West to grab him there, which led me to picking Mike Evans. And then Kyle grabbed Aaron Jones, K-Lo, Freeman, Rob, Leonard Fournette, Eric, Damian Williams, Aaron, one of the surprise picks, Travis Kelsey, Yep. Cranmer, Mark Ingram, Diddy, Antonio Brown, and Joey Mack, Chris Carson.
1: All right. So I like the – I think On went right where he should, third round, which is fine. Mike Evans right around that, like late second round, early third round, perfectly fine. Cool with the Aaron Jones pick. Devonta Freeman, Leonard Fournette, all good with that. Damian Williams, Travis Kelsey, you know, everyone knows I'm not huge on tight ends, but how can you not – take the value of a player who's going early second round in the seventh pick of the third round. So hopefully as long as he stays healthy, be, you know, great value for the pick that he is. Moving on from that, Mark Ingram, that's a tough one for me for Cranman. I understand they're probably in a run-heavy offense. Mark Ingram is a good running back, but it's just Third round is too early for me. I think he could have got him in the fifth, maybe even the sixth. Probably not the sixth, probably the fifth. And, he, and it would have been just fine. Um, Antonio Brown, no problem with. And by the time Joe Mack was picking running backs, Chris Carson's the
0: honestly one of
1: the better ones left. So
0: And kind of, I'd say the same thing for Kramer and Mark Ingram's situation. I mean, there's not too many names after that that. I feel entirely comfortable with. I mean. Yeah, I
1: I think one of the only, as I'm looking around, one of the only ones I'd be more interested in is maybe James White. I'm sure he'll be just fine getting, you know, plays in New England. I know it's a carousel there, but he seems to be more of the consistent
0: one, so. People say that people are really high on White, but like last year was an anomaly for him he wasn't that good in previous seasons like this was his fifth year in the league like it's not like we don't know who James white is he just had a good year last year his previous high was less than a hundred touches and this past year he had 94 rushes and 87 receptions and everything else was was below 100.
1: Yeah, I just, I I mean, Mark Ingram is probably a better pick. I just, I'm saying it would have been, if I was picking there and I saw Mark Ingram, Chris Carson, James White, I would at least have something to think about. I'm not going to go, like, definite Mark Ingram, definite Chris Carson. Yeah,
0: I mean, James White ended up going in the seventh round, so.
1: Yeah, it's good value there. Other than that, Antonio Brown, Chris Carson, I think this is where two teams that went, wide receiver first, this is where it becomes a problem. You've got Devontae Adams and Julio Jones, but then your running back one is Chris Carson. You've got Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham Jr., but then your running back one is Mark Ingram. That to me is a little scary compared to a couple teams that took two running backs first. You've got let's see, Kamara, Gordon, you know, hypothetical that he's playing. Mike Evans and Brandon Cooks or you've got David Johnson, Todd Gurley, Adam Thielen, Cooper Cup. Right. I think the drop-off from running back to running back is much greater than wide receiver to wide receiver.
0: Yeah. And just to touch on, you know, the David Johnson, Todd Gurley, and then you said Adam Thielen and Cooper Cup. You got to take into account Travis Kelsey, and in our league, and a a tight end is essentially a wide receiver now.
1: Yes, exactly. So
0: Travis Kelsey is a top fifteen wide receiver. Yep. Other than that, nothing super stands out to me. I don't love Dame Williams. I don't love Leonard Fournette. But you know, at this round, at this at this point, why not? I mean, I guess there are some some of the wide receivers I think were a little bit devalued because of how scarce running back gets and quickly. I mean, we're seeing the third round here. I say is where, oh crap, we're out of running backs. And
1: yes, yep, absolutely.
0: That's just not the case with wide receiver. I'm looking into uh, looking ahead right now. I'm into like maybe the sixth, seventh round where, you know, I feel comfortable with a lot of the wide receivers. Probably the well, probably the fifth round. I feel comfortable with a lot because some names went earlier than I expected. But there are wide receivers I feel comfortable with all throughout, whereas the running backs get pretty scary after this point.
1: Yep, I agree. Absolutely.
0: So fourth round swings back with a double tight end pick. We got Kittle, then Ertz, then we got Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, and then Sony Michel, Mari Cooper, Stefan Diggs, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, and Tyler Lockett to finish it off.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, fourth round is pretty good for Kittle, Ertz, Allen, Thielen, Michelle, Cooper, Diggs, Woods. This was actually a pretty good round up until probably Lockett could have went later. Um, Maybe not, though. I mean, he's been going in round four for what it looks like the majority of people on here. So I apologize, Wes, you actually picked him in a in a good spot. It just, to me, I don't rate him that high. Actually, aside from the first round, I think the fourth round is pretty spot on.
0: Yeah. I think that everyone took standard value in the fourth round, but these are some of the things I'm talking like As far as Leonard Fournette goes and Damian Williams and Mark Ingram and Chris Carson, as far as those running backs go, I feel way more comfortable with Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, those wide receivers to me stand out and are as more of a asset to a team than those other ones. But it's, you know, it's you're playing the running back wide receiver game, like who's more scarce. And you're just trying to stack your running backs as much as you can at this point.
1: Exactly. Yep, I agree. And you want to get, and especially in our league, you know, and probably many other leagues, running backs go quickly. So if you don't take a running back in the first two rounds, you're really, really going to be scrambling for somebody.
0: Right. Fifth round started off with Tariq Cohen, A.J. Green, Chris Godwin, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Jacobs, Tyler Boyd, Cooper Cup, Duke Johnson, Calvin Ridley, and David Montgomery.
1: Yeah, uh Cohen, way too early for me. He's he's typically going in the seventh round. Could have waited on him. There's a lot better names you could pick up here. I'd much rather have Cooper Cup. Plus, Wes already had two running backs. He's got Carry on and Saquon. You know, I'd rather have I'd take the risk on AJ Green. Why not? I'd rather have Landry, T. Y. Hilton, Alshon Jeffrey. These are names that I would take over Tariq Cohen. So I think a little early on him.
0: So, so with regards to Tariq Cohen, would you rather have Tariq Cohen or James White? James White. Oh, see, that's that's not even a question for me. I'm taking Tariq Cohen over James White every day.
1: And James, I, Tariq Cohen's I, I, a much
0: better talent. He's got a much better position hold on the position that he has. I mean, there's like five, six running backs in in New England. We don't know what James White's going to be. Tariq Cohen is the senior running back there. I mean, you got. Tariq Cohen, David Montgomery, a rookie, and you've got Mike Davis. And Tariq Cohen finished. What did he finish last year? He was in the top fifteen at least, I think.
1: Yeah, but would I rather take Tariq Cohen in the fifth or James White in the seventh? I'm taking
0: James White. But I, I'm just saying because you were considering taking James White over Mark Ingram in the third.
1: Yeah, I think I think James White is probably going to have a good year. Honestly, if, I think he'll be. I think he'll be fine. I I probably ranked higher than Cohen. I can't imagine I I didn't. So it's still two rounds too early for me because Wes on the turn he's got the first pick in the seventh round and even if he didn't get there you know he's got the last pick in the sixth. It doesn't really matter. He I think you could have got Cohen and then picked up and took a Cooper Cup. I mean you're missing out on players like like that. I'd rather have a Cooper Cup than Kru- Tariq Cohen. I mean honestly.
0: Yeah yeah with the way the with the way his draft was. Falling, yeah, he could have still taken a wide receiver. Um, But, you know, to each his own, I guess. Yep, definitely. Um, I just don't hate the pick as much as as probably you do.
1: Nah, yeah. um, I don't mind Tariq Cohen. I just too early. AJ Green, I I don't mind. It's a a crap shoot. You got a lot of crap shoots on your team right now. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of uh, preseason stuff going on, which... Whatever. It, so
0: the pick for me right here probably would have been Cooper Cup. The reason it wasn't Cooper Cup is because I had Brandon yeah. Cooks the last round, and I didn't want two wide receivers from the same team.
1: Yep, I agree. I, I don't like that too much either. Cramner likes playing that card, but uh, I agree. And plus, you've already got two good wide receivers, so he's just uh, cherry on top if he comes back. You know, three fourths of the of the wide receiver that he is. Right. As far as godwin uh i mean technically he's been going in the fourth so i'm okay with it i'm not a big fan of chris godwin yet i'm not sure this is supposed to be his big breakout year or but hey you never know i I, it's not bad value it's it's actually kind of where he is valued so i get the pick i just don't know like why i guess i don't know how cooper cup fell to the seventh pick is what i'm saying a lot of people looked overlooked cooper cup and I maybe they're scared of last year's injury. I'm not sure. It just seemed a little uh, crazy to me. Like, again, I'd rather have Cooper Cup over Godwin. I'd rather have T.Y. Hilton over Godwin. I know maybe without Andrew Luck, it's a little different. I'd rather have Alshon Jeffrey over Godwin. But again, it's, it's just bias, whoever you like at this point.
0: So Cooper was the fourth wide receiver in this round. I gave you my reason why I passed him. Otherwise, he would have been the first wide receiver in this round. Godwin, I guess I can see it. I can understand there's a lot of hype around him. I know you're thinking that, you know, he's been hyped up for how long now, but this is he's only going into his third year. So, you know, this is supposed to be the year, third year for wide receivers. For a lot of wide receivers is the year that it all just kind of comes together. It's People can pick and choose which stories they want to read from the preseason. You've got stories out there about Bruce Arians saying Chris Godwin's n- literally never coming off the field. That's going to make it very awkward when they're on defense. <laughs> but if you, if you prefer Godwin, more power to you. Tyler Boyd pick over Cooper Cup, I do not understand at all. I think Tyler Boyd is not going to have as great of a—I mean— He'll end up probably the same roughly points-wise, but that's not as efficient as you might think because, you know, it's 16 games now and there is no A.J. Green opposite him, so we don't really know how he's going to handle that number one wide receiver coverage. So as far as the wide receivers go, That went ahead of Cooper in this round, Cooper Cup. That's my thoughts on that. You got to steal.
1: Yeah. Again, the draft comes down to, you know, a bit of planning and luck. Fantasy football is planning and hoping the cards fall your way. It it is a bit of luck to get to the the championship.
0: And just to point out, like, I feel a little uneasy having Cup and Cooks, but I feel less uneasy about you having Cup and Todd Gurley. I find it hard to have two players on the same position from the same team.
1: Yeah, they're usually, I, I completely agree with that. You know, if you have a running back and a wide receiver, that's one thing. They're not going to really take too much away from each other. But I feel maybe it's just a, a, a misconception, but I also feel the same if there's two wide receivers. Well, you can't throw to both. So, right. Looking at the rest of this round, Patrick Mahomes, the first quarterback off the chart, which makes sense. Makes total and fifth sense. Fifth round. Great, um, great value. Honestly, I don't know. You know, we're basing it off of fantasyfootballcalculator.com, which takes in all the drafts and tells you where everybody's going. Patrick Mahomes has been going in the second round. Kalo got him in the fifth. That, you know, you and I have are saying he's gonna have a down year. And, you know, we're not saying, like, he's going to crap the bed, but it, it's going to come back down to earth. But still, it's it's a great value in the fifth round.
0: Absolutely. I am very proud of our league. To the DFFL members, congrats. Thank you. We waited till the fifth round to take our first quarterback. And I think that that's where you start to consider the Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watsons and Aaron Rodgers of the world. The fifth round is where you can start. You got your. You should, by this point, have two uh, running backs, two wide receivers. Now you can start to look for that game-changing quarterback. I mean, I just happen to not partake in that, but that is a great job by our league in, in patience. And
1: I don't mind the Duke Johnson this round. He was technically going in the sixth, perfectly fine with me, plus he has an inflated bonus, Lamar Miller going out. The O'Brien said that he, when Duke Johnson got to Houston, that he saw him as an every down back. So now it's going to be, now he's going to put his money where his mouth is. So hopefully he uses him all year and and uses him the way that he would use Lamar Miller. Well, hopefully for Cramner. Otherwise he's going to be struggling because I'm looking at Mark Ingram and Duke Johnson and it I'd be sweating just a little bit.
0: Yeah. And I, I do like... Duke Johnson a lot. I think that it's somebody I'd like to have as my third running back, which if we look at his draft in the next round, it, it might be his third running back, and and that could be pretty solid for him. I mean, he does have three stud wide receivers, and hopefully that out that balances out his sort of lack of running back. Yep.
1: Everyone else, I mean, Calvin Ridley, Dave Montgomery.
0: Calvin Ridley went a little early for me. I mean, yeah. I would definitely prefer Landry. Landry. Galladay, yeah. um,
1: T.Y. Hilton, Jeffrey, Robinson. I would take all those guys over.
0: Yeah, Ridley went early.
1: Yeah, hey, you know.
0: Dave Montgomery, I mean, this is almost the exact game that Joey Mack played last year. He had um, Christian McCaffrey, and he had Rex Burkhead, and then he went some rookie running backs. He kind of played that game again this year. He's got Chris Carson, now he's got David Montgomery. He does have some other running backs coming up that we'll talk about. Uh, the next round starts him off with uh, Derrick Henry, which I'm sure we'll go on a rant on that in a second. So he's kind of playing a similar game to last year.
1: And, uh, you know, per Fantasy Football Calculator, he's this is good value. David Montgomery's been going in the third. He got him at the end of the fifth. Yeah. So hypothetically, if he would have taken – you know, he's right at the turn, so if he takes Derrick Henry instead of David Montgomery and then takes David Montgomery in the sixth, I mean, great value. I just, we don't know what we're doing with that guy, is, right. is my
0: concern. What we're projected to be getting is the fifth round starting with the satellite back in Chicago, and the end of the fifth round, we're getting the starter in Chicago, allegedly. So, we'll see how that plays out. All right, sixth round, we just gave a little spoiler Joey Mack started it off with Derrick Henry. Then we got Jarvis Landry, Marlon Mack, Deshaun Watson, uh, Kenny Galladay, Aaron Rodgers, Mike Williams, Alan Robinson, T.Y. Hilton, and Alshon Jeffrey. What stands out to you there?
1: Well, unfortunately, Derrick Henry is considered a good value pick. I personally do not like him as a running back. I think he's a terrible running back. I think he's a terrible fantasy running back. I would not trust that guy. Maybe I'm wrong. I just don't like Derrick Henry. He was on my do not draft list. I was never even thinking about taking him. Okay,
0: yeah, I, same same for me. Not a good running back, highly overrated, and we'll see how that plays out. I mean, I guess at this point you're taking the potential that there is there. I mean, I don't think he's a good running back. I think he is – the new LeGarrette Blunt essentially. Like, he could... Like, LeGarrette Blunt is not a good running back, but just found himself in good situations where he scored a lot of touchdowns and everything. So I think that is the value that Derrick Henry presents right now. And when you're in the sixth round and started off wide receiver, wide receiver, why the hell not?
1: Yeah, you have to go. You have to take that chance because right now you're looking at Chris Carson, David Montgomery. Uh, Chris Carson, we know, might struggle... David Montgomery is the unknown Derrick Henry you're like you said You're hoping for what he's been Projected to be um, I like Jarvis Landry pick I like the Marlon Mack pick Deshaun Watson Sixth round right where he was supposed to go Galladay I like Kenny Galladay He's a he's a good player I don't mind him there Aaron Rodgers I'm fine with Because now that's three quarterbacks off And he should have been the third actually I think Matt Ryan should have been the third Aaron Rodgers Probably would should have been the fourth Off but it's not, not important enough to argue about. Mike Williams, uh, I like Mike Williams, but could it have waited? Maybe. Alan Robinson, I'm cool with. T.Y. Hilton, I'm cool with. And Alshon Jeffrey, I don't have a problem with either.
0: Yeah, pretty good round overall.
1: Yes. Yep. This is um, just looking at the first you know six picks for a returning champ. This is a team that. I feel like he's going to have to play the waiver wire a lot.
0: Which we know that he's good at. I mean, he got Mahomes last year. He got Nick Chubb last year.
1: Yep. He is very up to date on that kind of stuff. So I expect him to be making moves. I suspect that his one and two running backs will be probably completely changed by the end of the season.
0: So we're not going to bore you with this entire draft. We'll go through the seventh round now and then we'll call it quits.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that's, that's a fair. Just... Maybe anything after the seventh round, if we see anything that pops out, we'll just talk
0: about it. Right. All right, so seventh round started with Baker Mayfield, fifth—nope, sorry, fourth quarterback off the board. Emmanuel Sanders, James White, DJ Moore, Josh Gordon, Robbie Anderson, Philip Lindsay, Will Fuller, Kenyon Drake, and Miles Sanders. How do you feel about Baker being the fourth quarterback off the board?
1: I don't mind it. He's going right where he was projected to go. I just— Matt Ryan's still sitting there. I would much rather have Matt Ryan. Okay. Is the easiest thing I could say about that.
0: Yeah, plenty of quarterbacks. I just, I don't see, after Deshaun, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes, I don't see the value of taking any of the other quarterbacks at this point.
1: What about Cam?
0: No, because you know Cam's going 10th round-ish, and that's exactly where he went in ours, and I'm not taking Matt Ryan either because, you know, Matt Ryan, I know you just said you'd rather have him as the third quarterback than Aaron Rodgers, but Matt Ryan does this all the time. Matt Ryan has three eh years, one great year, three eh years, one great year, three eh years. Like, so, you know, last year he was the quarterback two, I believe. And he, I think he's due for a little bit of a regression this year. That being said, he does play 15 out of his 17 or 16 games in a dome this year, which is huge because Matt Ryan is significantly better in a dome than he is outside, um, a la Drew Brees. But even Drew Brees is better outside than Matt Ryan is. Really, he Matt Ryan is he is poised to have another good year because of that that tidbit, but. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, I think you just got to go upside with Aaron Rodgers at that point uh, over Matt Ryan. But Mayfields, love him, love the quarterback. Really excited to see him, his career, but not seventh round for me.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know... If I'm choosing between Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, you know, those guys, I'm waiting until the 12th, 13th round.
0: What do you think about Sanders? I feel like I got a value with him in the 7th round because, you know, people are very scared because of the Achilles, but he's been playing in the preseason and, and looks just as normal as ever, as explosive as ever. If he is Emmanuel Sanders of olds i think that i got a pretty good value there
1: yes the emmanuel sanders we know is is a good wide receiver it depends you know how the achilles is i suspect it'll be a good pick you'll have a a bit of a headache trying to decide you know between you know sanders hilton and and green but
0: fortunately we have a fourth wide receiver slot this year
1: yeah so you know you'll just have to play the matchups i guess but that being said i I don't mind it. He, I mean, he's going in the eighth round anyway. He probably wouldn't wouldn't have made it back to you. That's how I kind of look at it. Okay, if you took him around before, what did he is he you know making the swing and probably not. So perfectly fine with that. Um, I think he'll be yeah, I think he'll be good. I, the problem is he's got Flacco throwing to him, right?
0: Yeah, but he's a yards after catch guy. Flacco can throw it five, ten yards, and then
1: yeah. That Denver, it's just, and I know I have Philip Lindsay, but man, that Denver offense it scares me. Um, James White, I like in the seventh round. DJ Moore, perfectly fine. Josh Gordon, I don't. Uh, I think could have waited. You know, you're you're taking him here because you're thinking, okay, Tom Brady really only. Th- has Edelman to throw to. So, hey, I'll take a shot at Josh Gordon in the seventh. I, think- I mean, One of
0: the things that we talked about for my team was Melvin Gordon and A.J. Green. We have a lot of upside, but a lot of risk there. I think that Rob's team is, is quite risky. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper, and Josh Gordon could all be number one wide receivers. They could all be flops.
1: Absolutely. So he's going to be hoping, obviously, that all those guys take off. Uh, we know
0: Add into that, add into that Leonard Fournette could be a number one running back or a flop. Like so he's got a very risky, high reward, high risk team there.
1: Yes. And we don't know what Josh Jacobs is exactly. We all know that Josh Gordon is talented. There's no question about that. But the problem is can he stay out of trouble? Can he can he stay focused for an entire season? That's gonna be his big thing. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I like Robbie Anderson, I think a little early here, but I do like Robbie Anderson, Philip Lindsay, pretty standard there. Probably not gonna start for me, but not a bad third running back. Will Fuller, I like. I think that's a great pick by Cramner. Kenyon Drake, Balage makes me a little nervous. Got a lot of news coming out from Miami about Belage, and he's you know, he's he's killing it during the preseason. So, you know, Kenyon Drake is probably a, the starter or is better. He's injured right now, right?
0: he, he just made it back to practice today.
1: Yeah, so maybe a guy who might lose his spot. I don't know. Uh, Miles Sanders. I I have to confess, I don't know enough about.
0: Highly touted rookie. We'll see. Again, that's a situation where I think there's a lot of running backs. There's Jordan Howard. There's Miles Sanders. There's Corey Clement. There's I don't. There's so many running backs in Philly right now. I don't even know. I mean, they re-signed Darren Sproles. So there's a lot of running backs going on. We got to see how that plays out as far as cuts come down sweet.
1: Yeah. And I think as you get past the seventh, eighth round, you're kind of starting to pick players that you think might break out. You know, they're kind of late round flyers, maybe guys who didn't do too well the previous year, but have the talent and you're hoping that they're going to bust out. So that's why we we won't touch too much on on these lower ones. But I have to say – one of my favorite picks by Wes is Deshaun Jackson in the 10th. Freaking yeah. awesome pick. Love it. I think Deshaun Jackson is going to feel real comfortable back in Philly. We might see him, you know, what he and Fitzpatrick did the first couple weeks down in Tampa. This might be a revival for him. And and I think Wes might – he might end up as Wes's wide receiver one.
0: Okay. um, I kind of like – Late round, I kind of like the Naeem Hines pick. I mean, if they're down a little bit, he's much more of a pass catcher than Marlon Mack is. And so in that indie situation with Luck retiring, I kind of like him as a value pick. We'll see how that plays out. Other than that, Darwin Thompson for Joey Mack could end up taking over for Damian Williams at some point this season. There's a lot of buzz about him. And Damian Williams did well last year. He was a Dolphin for four years, so I'm familiar with him great player, maybe not so much fantasy. So there is a chance that Darwin Thompson could take over as sort of the explosive back there with Damien Williams being the kind of safe, reliable guy. Anything else stand out to you?
1: Yeah, I think this draft was interesting because I'm going to make a reference that maybe some people won't get, but there was a lot of Game of Thrones type stuff going on. A lot of tomfoolery. I don't think anyone got their handcuff. I think everyone's handcuff got drafted by someone else, which is kind of funny. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Like Kalo has Zeke, but Cramner has Tony Pollard. I have Todd Gurley. You have Daryl Henderson. Yeah. You have Melvin Gordon. I have Austin Eckler. So it it wasn't standard, like I feel like people get really nice toward the end of the draft and it's, oh you know what? He's got that guy, so there's no point in me taking that guy. This year, it was like, screw it. I'm taking that guy because he may be the starter. So
0: Right, right. All right, so it was a solid draft. I will post pictures of the draft board up on the website, doverffl.weebly.com. You can see our draft board up there and criticize any picks you want. I'll tweet it out as well so you can see it there. And that's all we got for you. Next week, we'll go through team by team and start talking about how we feel about them. All right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be interesting, you know, to talk about it, how we break it down. I know you, uh, not for any spoilers, but with the 15th pick to Mr. Josh Allen, like you said you would, but I I also noticed you already dropped him. So...
0: I mean, I couldn't not pick Dak up. Dak's been a top 10 quarterback since he started in the league. So...
1: Yes, and this is why we preach sit on quarterbacks. Yeah, sit, sit. I went unless,
0: kicker defense before quarterback at this point.
1: Yeah, unless you take one of the top three elite, it's kind of like a tight end. Yeah, you either take you either get the top three or you sit on them.
0: I mean, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, they're all still out on the waiver wire right now.
1: Yep. So a lot of good options. It was fun. the The party was great. Anybody can get there next year. Already planning for next year absolutely come out it's a it's a
0: blast did we get to interview anybody we did not unfortunately that's all right we'll get some. everybody had to leave kind of quickly
1: yeah we'll get some we'll get some talk on how people feel about their teams
0: we'll have to get some people on all right see you next week everybody
1: hey have a good one thanks for drafting Loma miller diddy we love it
0: <laughs> all right later bye Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the DFFL Podcast. For more information on the DFFL, head on over to doverffl.weebly.com.